is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Holly, hello. Hello. Good afternoon. Welcome to your hump day dirt alert. And we've got to start with a notable obituary this afternoon. Okay. Infomercial King Ron Popeil has died at the age of 86. Oh, my gosh. Iconic guy. Let's remember him. Yes, let us remember Ron Popeil because if the name doesn't ring a bell, maybe some of the products that Ron Popeil created. You might remember them. The Pocket Fisherman, Hair in a Can. Who could not forget the Showtime Rotisserie and Barbecue <laughs> with the catchphrase, set it and forget it? Yeah. Did either of you own a Showtime Rotisserie no. and Barbecue? I had something no. like a Chopomatic. Uh, yes. We yes, both, the I Chopomatic, I remember. But I that have it one. from Pampered Chef. <laughs> Well, the Showtime Rotisserie and Barbecue, the reason I ask is because that product alone grossed more than $1 billion in domestic sales. Yeah, shattering QVC and other sales records at the time. Now, Ron created the Chopomatic back in 1959. That sold like crazy, 2 million units. He followed that up with the Vegematic, and he created the catchphrase, But wait, there's more! Ron Popeil wow. created that. Yes, a lot of his products sold under the Ronco moniker. Uh, he also created the Rhinestone Stud Setter, which later became the Bedazzler. Oh, you know what? I always think of him when I see the guys and gals at the state fair who are doing the food demonstrations yes. of like the cool things. In the, they in do the, that the pattern and they talk stand. and I'm like, that's Ron Popeil influence because that's what he was the first one to do that. Yeah. He also created Mr. Microphone inside the eggshell egg scrambler. Oh and he started his company, Ronco, in 1964. Hundreds of products uh, were marketed under the Ronco moniker. Uh, I passed up on a Ronco food dehydrator over the weekend at a garage sale. Oh, you did? Okay. Seven dollars. Could have had it. Could have had it, but I didn't want to carry it home. Yeah. And I then know. it was like, Shoot. okay, how much beef jerky and food le- or fruit leather can one person eat? eat. Yeah, that yeah. is true. Was Ron Popeil worth he must he must have made a fortune in his lifetime. He was worth an estimated two hundred million dollars. Wow. Good for him. Yeah, good for him, right? Yeah, and yeah. and thank you, Ron Popeil, because I'm sure many of us have enjoyed gadgets and gizmos yes. created by Ron Popeil. Also, a little celebrity connection to Ron Popeil, I believe that Ashley Tisdale is one of his nieces. Oh, oh really? really? Yeah. And his last invention were, was the fidget spinner. Oh, remember, remember those? when those, yes, like about yes, five years yes, ago, kids yes. had those things? Yeah. So he was inventing, you know. Yeah. All the way through. He brought a lot of joy, that Ron Popeil. Mm-hmm. So thank you very much, sir. Ron Popeil has died at the age of 86 today. Uh, let's move on to a little celebrity justice news. Dr. Luke is appealing a judge's ruling from last month that would allow Kesha to collect legal fees from Dr. Luke if he loses his defamation claims against Kesha. Now, he filed a notice today in Manhattan Supreme Court uh, to uh, retroactively apply this. So he doesn't want to pay. Even oh, though he's been him. ordered to pay. Yeah. This has yeah. been ongoing for years. Yeah, it really has. My goodness. Yeah. he. The case was originally brought in 2014. This defamation case. 2014. Wow. Where Dr. Luke claimed that Kesha defamed him when she accused him of drugging and raping her and also assaulting Katy Perry. So this back and forth has... It, it's continuing. Yeah. And there and there is no uh, resolution to any of this. Mm. So giving you an update there. All right. Let's talk about Mina Savari's new book. Actress Mina Savari has a memoir out. 
And uh, she's revealing some things. And so this book came out yesterday. It's called The Great Peace. So let's learn a little bit about Mina Savari, shall we? So she's talking about the reason that she's writing this book is because she was inspired by the Me Too movement. She has a lot of Me Too experiences in her own life. And she's talking about those in this book. She said that she was dating and living with a man at the time of the production of American Beauty, that movie back in 1999. Yes, with Kevin Spacey. Right. She just, and when you think about how creepy that whole oh. subject is with him fixating on this high school cheerleader yeah. and when you know was the I mean? last time that you guys watched American Beauty? Can you remember? No, no because I, I remember I not really it. liking it like the it first either. time I saw it. There was something off, a yep. little off about the movie that came out in 1999. And how old was she? Like 2019? She was 19. He was 39. So before getting to Mina Savari's personal okay. life, let's talk about what happened on the set of American Beauty. Mina Savari talking about her co-star Kevin Spacey and some preparation that Kevin Spacey said that they should do oh in order to have an authentic feeling to their scenes together. So she says that the day that Kevin Spacey and herself were filming an intimate scene where they lie together on a sofa, Mina Savari writes that Kevin Spacey took her into a small room with a bed and laid down with her and held her. Oh, God. Oh, he just oh, seems like he would be out. the one to yep, do that. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she was 19, he was 39 at the time this happened. And she was not sure whether Kevin Spacey had discussed this with the film's director, Sam Mendes. And she said, of that, whatever it was, it worked, because she said lying there with Kevin Spacey was strange and eerie, but also calm and peaceful. And she said, I was so used to being open and eager for affection that it felt good just to be touched. Yeah. All right. And so she, I saw her in the Today Show. It sounds like she's writing about everything. Her right. Her addiction. Yeah. Yeah. She said that she was using meth heavily while she was in high school in Burbank. Ooh. She said meth took over her life. She spent the school hours thinking about getting out and taking meth. Then she started snorting it during bathroom breaks at school. And she was convinced to quit. Then she switched to uh, smoking a lot of weed instead. Mm. And Mina Savari says, I took drugs to numb myself from the pain, alcohol, pot, coke, crystal meth, acid, ecstasy, mushrooms, mescaline. She said it was my way of detaching from the heck of her existence and surviving because she was experiencing a lot of sexual abuse at this time and other forms of abuse. So she thought the thought that escaping through drugs would be the answer to her problems. Yeah. Yeah. How does she know? Uh, she is almost 40 years old. Okay. And so does she's she 42. act anymore? Yeah, you know, she. Uh, I feel like she just had a baby recently. Am I, I don't know. Am I wrong? Or? I don't think that you're wrong, Julia. Mm-hmm. But she hasn't really... Mm, her star really peaked in the early 2000s because mm-hmm. she was in all of those movies. I thought she was Harvey Weinstein. Uh, sort of. Maybe. I kind of thought. And I used to get her she, mixed up with Mira Sorvino, even totally. though Mira is older. It's just their names, Mina Suvari, Mira Sorvino. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now Mina Savari, I would say her star really peaked in the early 2000s because yes. that was when American Pie Beauty, was happening. And American Beauty. And American yeah, Beauty. All, right, kind of all together. Yeah, they happened all together. And uh, so she's talking about how... She had a really hard life. And here's another story from this book, Mina Suvari's memoir. She's talking about during her second marriage that she got breast implants thinking they would give her confidence. She recalled a photo shoot she did with the Women's Health and Beauty magazine. The photographer, the art director, decided that she needed uh, little plastic inserts to make her boobs look bigger. So... She was like, okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get confident. And then she regretted it. Yeah. 
So she said, I wanted to feel as perfectly imperfect, awkward and unique as I came into this world. She said after she left that husband, she got them removed and then her third husband left the decision up to her. So she's like, you know what? I've manipulated my look so much to try to fit in in Hollywood. She fixed her teeth. She did other things that she didn't really want to do. Yeah, because she kind of had a cute yeah. little, um, did she have like a little snaggle tooth or something? She had a little gap in her front teeth. Is that teeth. what it was? Okay. Yeah. So she said the procedures were small. Yeah. But she did them because mm. she wanted to feel good about herself in Hollywood. So if you want to read more about Mina Savari, you can check out her memoir, The Great Peace, which is out now. Let's talk a little television, a little reboot news. Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman. Oh. Of all shows. <laughs> that <laughs> was the weirdest, silly show. Yeah. So that show, Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman from Norman Lear, is getting the reboot treatment. And it's going to star Poops Creeps, Emily Hampshire. She's going to be co-writing and she's going to be starring in the title role of Mary Hartman. Well, that be she's the one who played the motel manager. Yes. Okay. Whatever her character's name was, so great. And this is a Norman Lear thing, and it's a nice birthday present for Norman Lear. Is ninety nine today? Yes. Happy birthday, Norman Isn't Lear. That something. Yeah, wow. that might be good. It might be quirky enough, Stevie. That's who this is. is that's that playing Mary Hartman. Right. Yeah, the motel manager, Stevie. I feel like this might be a right place, right time for that show because back when it was on, it was too forward, too wild, too edgy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Thanks, Holly. You're welcome. All right. When we come back after we get the traffic, we got a little vintage scandal inspired by our Real Housewives book today. It is time for... And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. So vintage scandal today was inspired by reading this book, The Housewives, the real story behind the real housewives and uh, Brian Moylan wrote it. And it was interesting reading about Andy Cohen. And I guess I always thought he created the real housewives. 100%. Right. And he did not. Right. He happened to be the executive at Bravo. who's in the right place at the right time. And he definitely had um, a way of shaping the show and being part of its success success right. but it really is not is not Andy Cohen he's not the guy that started it and has all the power and all okay. of that and i remember when and and Andy has had i thought god you know Andy he's been around for a long time and he really even in Brian's book you know he's like Andy Cohen is that rare television executive where he really is as giddy about some of the stuff that he's giddy about, but he's also just as big-headed as any other ego-driven talent always is. Lots of feuds within the Andy Cohen universe. And you and of course, even experienced that firsthand. Oh, he was not nice. No. Not nice when I met him at the, I think it was a JCC event in yeah. Golden Valley, and he yeah. spoke, and I thought for sure he would... Like meeting me uh, because of my Sarah Jessica Parker connection right. and Sex in the City right. and the nipple episode and being a radio. And, he and was this just, was years ago. Yeah, this is like, you know. 2009, 2008. Yeah, I still have the, I still have the photo. I just couldn't believe that because Sarah Jessica Parker was so nice to us on the set of Beyond. Sex in the City. Cheered us. Here's to the nipple yes. girls. Yes. And he's such good friends with her. I thought he would want. Like, he would kind of get a kick out yes. of it, but he had no time for it. None. None. So he, yeah. So anyway, so, and Kathy Griffin, um, 
You know, she, of course, had a falling out with Andy Cohen when Andy was given her job as co-host of CNN's New Year's Eve coverage after Kathy napalmed her career in 2017 by posing, holding a severed head of Donald Trump. Yeah, she did. And it was his decapitated head. Yeah, And did. so CNN fired her, and she'd been with uh, Anderson Cooper for like seven or eight years doing that show. Andy took it over, and um, he really, um, he told a reporter who asked Andy about Kathy Griffin, and he said, I don't know her, right. trying to be Mariah Carey about J-Lo. Mm-hmm. And Kathy Griffin, this really, that set her off. And then she went off on Twitter and said, first of all, she was the first show at Bravo to win an Emmy. She won an Emmy on My Life on the D-List for second season. We love that show. Love that show. Great show. And she brought home the hardware first for Bravo. And he was the executive producer of that. He gave the green light to her show. So she was... Really surprised. And of course, Andy, being a smart ass, meeting him in person and seeing what a dink he could be, mm-hmm. he had no idea. So Kathy goes on um, on um, Twitter and said that, you know, he treated her like a dog yep. on the show. And she also alluded to the fact that, you know, he decides the slate at Bravo and he gives himself a talk show that magically gets renewed every year. And she said, and then it's kind of a can't com- competition and he treated me like a dog and he's not been kind to me. And he was like one of the worst bosses I ever had. Um, she also, you know, felt that he did have something to do with her show being canceled. Yes. My Life on the D-List when that was canceled and. 2010 and um anyway and then of course she kind of blamed him that she about um you know the rift with anderson cooper that andy maybe said poisonous words about kathy because anderson and andy are tight and kathy and anderson were tight but he lives in new york she's in la they did the once a year show and they'd so it wasn't, but she thought they were tighter. So sure. she really can't stand him. And Andy Cohen has gone to great lengths to tell everybody that the whole, he holds no ill will. Sure. And that when he said that I don't know her, he was just trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. No way. That was in an airport out in Orange County when he was. Yeah, TMZ. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. And yeah, and he said, uh, you know, it was the classic, I don't know her, and I thought right. everyone would know what I was talking about. But it really did come off to everybody. And I remember we talked about it, like, what a dink, you know? Because yeah. that was a good show. My Life on the D-List yes. was one of the things that put Bravo, Bravo on, the, on map. the map before right. there was Housewives. Right. So I thought, who else is he, you know? Pissed off. Yeah. Or has a feud with. Right, has he me. had feuds with. Well, uh, let's see. Well, let's start with... Um, Jenny McCarthy. He and Jenny McCarthy, absolutely, they might play nice in public, and they might both be on serious radio, but they cannot stand each other 
And they fight over who gets the biggest celebrity interview guest on the radio. I totally believe this. Howard gets all the big name celebs, but all the people who he that he doesn't want go to the other shows. So it's Andy Cohen and Jenny McCarthy fighting over who gets who. All the reality people want to do Andy show. Andy show, but Jenny gets better ratings and her interviews are less about her than Andy's. Oh, interesting. So internally, it's like the Hunger Games. Oh, interesting. Kind of like around here how we fight so much over guest interviews. Yeah, that Andy's show (laughs) doesn't get that great of ratings. And he wanted to take over Howard Stern. Stern this summer is just replaying all of his A-list interviews, which has been fun. And, but... Andy wanted to take over that time slot. Wow. And, and uh, okay. Sirius said no. Um, Amber Rose, uh, he, Andy Cohen himself confessed that she is on his list of one of his worst interviews. She didn't want to answer any of my shady questions. People know I'm shady. You know you're going to play Plead the Fifth. She kept her sunglasses on. And she even asked me, am I I'm a ho- horrible guest? And I go, you were in the running for one of the first Worst guests ever. And then she talked about later how much she couldn't stand um, him. Him. Okay, well, I go on the show, though. Yeah. I blame that a little bit on her. Yeah. And he also was very mad at Meghan Markle when she had her baby shower in New York, like in March of 2019. I remember it. Because he had a baby shower at the same time, and page six, and everybody was writing about Meghan Markle's, and he felt his baby shower thunder was stolen by Megan Amal Clooney and Serena Williams. I remember that. And the Bravo Brunch bunch are very jealous. They want to have the best party when something's going on. And don't you remember all the Bravo Bravo housewives and everyone were at that baby shower for him? Yeah. He also, Kim Cattrall, is not a fan of him. Because he's probably he, said because he's besties with SJP. That's right. He inserted himself into his friend's feud. As people know, Cottrell spoke in August of 2019 of the alleged bullying she endured at the hands of Sarah Jessica Parker and the rest of the co-stars while filming. Sounded like more like the last movie, but also during the yeah. hit show. And after Cottrell's younger brother took his own life in 2018, SJP reached out, expressed her condolences, but Kim Cattrall said, I don't need your lover support at this tragic time. Andy Cohen was appalled and he thought there was no way uh, that Kim anyway. And so she can't stand him either. And she basically tweeted out, uh, wow. you know, something about him to shut his mouth too. Wow. So anyway, and he's got, he's had feuds with Titus Burgess. Titus Burgess has said, I'm never going on his stupid show again. He's also Jillian Michaels, Jeff Lewis. He's feuded yes. with some of his, his people that used to have Bravo shows. Right. Seems to be a pattern. I love I love his Watch What Happens Live. I, I love that half an hour show. I just dig yeah. it. I only like it if people are on it if I like it. I would never watch just for right, just to watch. Below but, the ship. But anyway, and he also recently banned uh, SNL's Bowen Yang from Watch What Why? Happens Live. Um, because uh, they told him, we just want, we're going to just show you pictures of Real Housewives and we just want you to improv and save the things. And when they showed him Ramona Singers, Singer. he said she's a white supremacist and blah, blah, blah. And they cut it out of the show. And then um, basically Cecily Strong you know, was like, oh, he's not ever coming back on the show. And I'm right. like, no, because we can't have people saying that. So, right. Anyway, thank you, Brian Moylan, for 
uh, inspiring vintage scandal housewife style a la Andy Cohen. A la Andy Cohen King. I, I liked it. Okay. I liked it a lot. All right, we'll be right back. Rock and roll people are very bummed out about ZZ Top founding member Dusty Hill, who died in his sleep at home in oh. Texas at the age of 72. That's so young. Yeah. And he had to drop out of recent ZZ Top shows, you know, because they still he had tour. A hip he had a hip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this Grant? Were you a huge, huge, huge ZZ Top fan? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't know like everybody's name and past, yeah, but oh right. gosh, who didn't jam out to some Top? Oh, yeah, God. I know it. They were, they, 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 they have some energy. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, w- I would agree with that. They were the soundtrack to a lot of. They parties. really were, weren't they? <laughs> oh gosh, and I've seen them several times, and they, their look never changed. You could never, never tell how old they were. This they is They had true. those long those beards, beards, the glasses, the whole look. They really never did. Changed. With the hats, you could you didn't see who they even were. I want you to Love Island people to know yes. you are not alone. People are watching. People are watching. <laughs> yeah. Watching, and it's ticking up. Love Island on CBS. And it's on, what, three nights a week? Five. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you guys. I can't do it. I, I catch like three full, and then the other two I kind of fast forward. Oh, my through. gosh. You know what? That's an easy show. To, I can't. I like to hear the announcer when you come back in. I got to hear what he's saying <laughs> for the setup. But if it's going to be a lot of sitting on wet bean bags and talking about feelings. <laughs> you pass. I will just fast forward a little bit because you just don't. I don't have time for that. No. But do you see how much it rains in Hilo? Oh, yes. It doesn't look like to be there having too much fun outside. Hilo is on the big island of Hawaii, and it is... The wettest? No, it's not the wettest. That's Kauai, up yes. in Hanalei and Princeville, I think is the wettest. Um, excuse, excuse us. us. Yeah, travel uh-huh. agents uh-huh. here, knowing the <laughs> yeah, travel. Got, yeah. But anyway, every time, it's just raining and raining and raining, because they're probably filming in the rainy season, and Hilo is the rainy side of the island. Yeah, when I lived there, mm-hmm. and it would rain... It would be torrential, and then it, it would stuff. last for five minutes. Yeah, you live there. Yeah, I lived there for fifteen months wow. in nineteen in Honolulu, Sweet. Waikiki, Waikiki. Actually, wow, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. It was an experience. I'm jealous. Oh man. Well, I was young and dumb. Mm-hmm. I turned twenty one there. Yeah, that's a perfect. I place. Turned, I had it's already done Duluth. so much living by twenty one. Yeah, Duluth, Crookston, Minnesota, Arizona State, and then Hawaii. Good All by you. the time I was twenty one. Yeah, that's good. That's what happens when you graduate from high school when you're 14. Really got a lot of living in, (laughs) didn't I? Got a lot of... No, I turned 21 there. So anyway, but I remember walking to work, and I'd have an umbrella, and it would just... You would direct... You would walk straight with your umbrella facing in front of your face Mm -hmm. and charge the... You would charge the rainstorm, you know, like getting through it, never over your head because it would just be coming straight at you. It was weird, but it, then it's gone. Then it's gone. And you see the most beautiful rainbows but in the not world. not necessarily in Hilo. Hilo. It might rain because it is a rainy yes. side of the island. Anyway, but that's made me laugh because they are sitting on a lot of soggy... Mm-hmm. They they don't go out. They are on... They're at the villa. And it was kind of like last year they were in Las Vegas at the pool. Yeah, but at least here they are on an island. Okay, so they do get to leave every once They're in a while. They're not at Dre's on top of the hot hotel in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. You know, that was just like unbelievable. When but, they have their setup dates, at least with the island, they can go away from the rooftop and have something yeah. to okay. experience. But I or love the casino. They play like these raunchy games, you know, mm-hmm. and ki- everybody is kissing. And I just now we're going to get some. Like spin the bottle ish, kind of basically. Uh-huh. But I think we're gonna get some 
We're we're expecting some of the couples that have been together for three weeks to break up. Yeah, there because they've introduced new people to the villa next they, door. Oh, oh. There's Casa Amor has been introduced. So there's five new hot chicks and five, five hot, hot guys. guys. Okay, and feelings. Really, are not that strong after three weeks, even though people pretend they're strong say, because yeah. they want to. Maybe they want to get that money. They yeah. will, it's a hundred thousand dollar prize that they'll split. But the couple what? that stays together and people vote on, vote that, on they're, it. that they're the good ones. So okay, I'm, you I'm, could fake it. I'm ashamed to admit that I have the Love Island app on my phone because you don't even so, put apps. No, I felt so phone. strongly about the couple I wanted to win last year, whose names I can no longer remember, and <laughs> they didn't win. Uh, I think the girl you said you were rooting for won, right? Won. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, my girl. couple did win. Yeah. I they like win? them, and I voted, Julia. Yeah, yeah this is. I was just, voting. This is just silliness. It the, is. This the, is silliness. Okay, so is it really ninety-eight degrees and ninety-eight percent humidity? Oh yeah, it's dirty out right now. Let's just get an official weather. Um, looks to be at ninety-seven. Okay, right I, now. Yeah. Feels like a hundred is what my phone tells yeah, me. I was gonna say it feels like a hundred. Feels oh. like a hundred. It looks outside like it's gonna storm, you guys. Yeah, it's pretty dark out. Yeah, maybe it will storm again. Who knows? It was kind of nice to hear the rain. rain. Right? Isn't that kind of I was excited. Oh, I slept like a baby. It was so great. And then yeah. I got. I did wake up at six so I could start reading my housewife book. It was good. Mm-hmm. I decided not to go to kickboxing. If you guys haven't heard this interview you got that that you guys had earlier, it yeah. was two segments long. It was really really yeah. fun. That guy Brian was great. Isn't he great? It was a good interview. And guys. even if fun. you don't like housewives, like he said, he didn't even watch The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, but he read Amy Kaufman's Behind the Bachelor. You know what? It's called the, Bachelor Nation, right? And we had her on for that, and yeah. it was a great book because it it's is. just behind the scenes of how these reality shows happen and they really are real yeah you know i like to learn that when you guys asked him you said Did, would you ever work or andy cohen ever have you on the show and he's like no they don't really like how i control it they want to control what i say the narrative well, i'm sure he asked bravo if they wanted to be part of this right. and even he said that in the book you find out some of the ways they do editing on bravo shows is so intense and kind of time consuming that yeah it's just a different way, but you know, Bravo is a very successful cable. What number station. are they? I think I eight eighty on Comcast. Is that what they are? Yeah, they're in way St. Paul. All right, in St. Yeah, Paul. I, I don't know them. what it is. Out I can't Woodbury. ever find them. All right, well that's fine. Direct TV, they're two thirty seven. If yep. you have Dish Network, it's one twenty nine. All right, there we go. Um, yeah, I don't know Bravo, what it is. Bravo, and you could just say it into your thing. That's, that's Bravo. so nice. That's I, I, what I love like. having Comcast. I don't even know what numbers are. I just say what I want. Where that's I want right. To go. It's that's, the best. That's right. Um, also, um, I wanted to just say to you tomorrow, I might have Holly post the trailer for the Only Murders in the Building, the true crime dark comedy starring. Martin Short, Steve Martin, and Selena Gomez. Wait, this August 4th or something, I think this starts. Yeah, it's I'm coming. I'm excited about this. Yeah, because we love Martin Short. Yes. We love Steve Martin. And um, Selena is the obligatory youth in the ensemble. Yes. So I'll ask her to post it because I think it kind of looks uh, cute. But I, And she's so likable. And I know people like just to, like to see the two of them together. But it looks like it's kind of a cute cute uh might be a good it might be a good show and um anyway so 
people are very sold on Selena acting in this, and they think it's going to be a great show. Good. Yeah. We're all in. So what's tonight on the Olympics? Tonight, maybe more swimming. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just kind of turn it on and just watch. Like you said, I watch the NBC because it gives me the coverage of all the USA stuff, and we're good to go. Yeah. 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 So I I have no idea, Julia. I have an animal kingdom that needs my attention. Me too. Oh, gosh. Everyone have a great day. Thanks for hanging out with us. Job done. Off you go.